Good morning, and welcome to Simply Economics. It's Tuesday, January 23rd. On today's show, we'll explore how sovereign wealth funds impact macroeconomics and discuss the relationship between the Hang Seng Index, ASX 200, and Nikkei 225. Plus, a macroeconomic researcher wins the Blue Chip Forecasting Award from ASU. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Economics. We start off by delving deeper into the topic of sovereign wealth funds, or SWFs, which are playing an increasingly significant role in the global financial economy and across a variety of industries due to the vast capital they command. They're even influencing financial managers to release capital from older investment funds before committing to future fundraisers. Here with us is Celeste, our financial correspondent for Simply Economics. Celeste, could you tell us more about the most prominent SUFs at present? Certainly, David. One of the most high-profile SUFs at the moment is Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund, or PIF. Its investments are key to the Saudi Vision 2030 diversification plan. Despite overseeing assets worth nearly $800 billion, the PIF is not the largest PUF. That title goes to the Norway government pension fund Global, which holds total assets of almost $1.5 trillion. It's followed by the China Investment Corporation with $1.2 trillion and the State Administration of Foreign Exchange Investment Company, the Hong Kong branch of the Chinese Sovereign Wealth Fund, with just over $1 trillion. That's a staggering amount of capital. Could you explain how SWFs function and why they are significant, particularly in emerging markets? SWFs typically amass a wealth of capital which can be used to diversify a country's sectoral focus to protect and grow its economy. For example, Middle East UFs have been accumulating wealth through oil and gas exports and using this wealth to build their renewable energy markets. In emerging markets, foreign SUFs can provide crucial infrastructure projects to help drive forward an economy and open opportunities that may not be otherwise possible. And how have SWFs influenced the global financial landscape, especially since the 2008 financial crisis? SWFs have played a transformative role since the 2008 financial crisis, from stabilizing banks to shaping the future of entire industries. As the largest investment vehicles in the world with trillions under management, SWFs such as China's CIC or Norway's oil fund could soon exert more influence than many nations. Their expanding impacts raise intriguing questions for observers today. What about the impact of SWFs on businesses? In the business world, SWF investments are now a regular occurrence rather than a rarity. Their deep pockets and long-term horizons make them valued partners. However, some economic observers also see potential risks if SWFs come to dominate certain sectors or pursue non-commercial goals. On Wednesday, the Hang Seng Index led the Nikkei 225 and the ASX 200 into positive territory, fueled by U.S. inflation figures and China's central bank moves. However, modest overnight gains from the U.S. signal caution for Thursday, with economic indicators from Japan and Australia in focus. Here to discuss this further is our Asian markets correspondent for Simply Economics, James. James, can you shed light on the role and impact of sovereign wealth funds and the factors that led to this rally in the Hang Seng Index? Certainly, David. 
The rally was largely driven by softer-than-expected U.S. consumer price inflation figures, which raised bets on the Federal Reserve ending its rate hike cycle. This led to a rally in rate-sensitive tech stocks, with the Nasdaq Composite Index surging 2.37%. The Dow and S&P 500 also ended the day up. Additionally, economic indicators from China, including better-than-expected retail sales and industrial production numbers, suggested that Beijing's stimulus measures were taking effect, further supporting the appetite for riskier assets. And what about the performance of the U.S. equity markets? On Wednesday, the U.S. equity markets had a positive session. U.S. retail sales fell less than expected, while producer prices signaled easing demand-driven inflationary pressures. This increases the chance of a Fed rate cut in the first half of 2024. However, an upswing in 10-year U.S. Treasury yields capped the upside. What can we expect from the Asian economic calendar? This morning, machinery orders from Japan beat forecasts, suggesting a possibly improving demand environment. However, trade data sent mixed signals. Exports rose at a more modest pace, while import declined at a less marked rate. For the ASX 200, Australian employment figures could influence sentiment toward RBA monetary policy. What's the outlook for Thursday's session? The futures markets signaled a negative start to the Thursday session. The ASX 200 and the Nikkei were down 9 and 60 points, respectively. However, the performance of individual sectors varied. For instance, tech rallied on the overnight slide in yields, while oil stocks had a negative session. And how did the Hang Seng Index and the Nikkei 225 perform on Wednesday? The Hang Seng Index rallied 3.92% on Wednesday, with hopes of improved US-China relations and central bank policy moves contributing to the session gains. On the other hand, the Nikkei 225 ended Wednesday up 2.52%, with a mixed session for the main components of the Nikkei 225. As the US economy teeters between a soft landing and a hard fall, Michael Cosgrove, principal and founder of The Econoclast Inc., predicts a mild recession, more disinflation, and a significant decline in the funds rate. Cosgrove, who will soon be honored with the Lawrence R. Klein Award for Blue Chip Forecast Accuracy, will share his economic outlook for 2024 at an event on March 6th. Here to discuss this further is our economics correspondent for Simply Economics. Abby, can you tell us more about this award and Cosgrove's predictions? That was Simply Economics reporter James. Thanks for the insights. Certainly, David. The Lawrence R. Klein Award is one of the most prestigious recognitions in economic forecasting. It's judged and sponsored by the W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University and the W.P. Carey Foundation. The award is given based on the accuracy of forecasts published in the Blue Chip Economic Indicators newsletter. Michael Cosgrove has been a long-term participant in this and has been recognized for his accurate predictions, especially in the face of unpredictable economic events. And what can we expect from Cosgrove's upcoming economic forecast? Cosgrove will be sharing his thoughts on the U.S. economic outlook, including the current challenges in macroeconomic forecasting, prospects for growth through the remainder of 2024 and early 2025, the status of inflation and its implications for monetary policy, and financial and housing market performance and risks. What can you tell us about Cosgrove's background? Michael Cosgrove is a professor emeritus at University of Dallas, where he taught economics and published in academic journals focused on economics research. 
He received his PhD in agricultural economics from Ohio State University, his Master of Science from the University of Arizona, and his bachelor's degree from South Dakota State University. Prior to academia, he worked at Gulf Oil. All right, that wraps up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Economics. We'll see you back here tomorrow. It seems there's been a mix-up with the article provided for today's discussion, but let's ensure we have the right content for our next discussion. Speaking of economics, it will be interesting to see how his predictions play out. That was Simply Economics correspondent. Thank you for your insights.